All right, all right. Hello, Tile friends. Welcome back to another Hump Day Financials. I am joined today by my man, Drake. How are you doing, Drake? Dude, loving the day. It's a beautiful day out here. Sun's shining, so it can't be a bad day, man. Right How on. Oh, it's the best day. I mean, you know, it's always a good day when um, we just had our, our daughter's birthday party the other day and just got to enjoy the family a little bit. That's got me, that's got my mood even better than it was the day before. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, that's fantastic. So listen, Drake, um, I'm going to turn the, you know, turn it over to you a little bit. And um, what are we going to be talking about today? Yeah. So really, I want to just talk about getting ready for year end and talking about making sure we're paying estimates, right? So understanding where cash flow is. So uh, September 15th is when our third quarter estimates do. And and maybe you're new in your business and you haven't thought about paying estimated taxes or maybe you uh, you just have never been good about paying estimated taxes. But I want to talk to you guys a little bit today is making sure you're getting something paid into the IRS so that you're not getting caught up in this trap that I see a lot of small business owners running into all the time. We'll kind of break it down for you. What First of all, what the heck are estimated or quarterly taxes is what I hear a lot of people say. Some people think they have to file something. Some people think, you know, what do we have to pay in? Really, all it is, is you. the IRS wants their money throughout the year. They don't want it in one big chunk in April. So when you were an employee, they would pull that out of your paycheck and your employer would submit it. When you own the business and you're self-employed, the IRS says, hey, every quarter, we want a chunk of our tax, reven- our tax revenue that we're due just to fund their operations from a cash flow standpoint. So that third quarter estimate is due here uh, September 15th, so a little over a week away. And we want to make sure we're not killing ourselves come 2023. So the way I've been explaining it is, is if we're not getting these estimates in and we have a big tax bill due or even a whatever type of tax bill due in April, we want to make sure we're not sucking all the cash out of our business come April, right? When we really start getting jobs going, when we're really starting to ramp up for the year, and now we got to take a bunch of cash out of our checking account to pay it in to pay for taxes, we can avoid some of that this time of the year by being diligent with setting that money aside and really kind of treating it as an expense. It's out of the company, it's out of our minds, but it's kind of paying our future tax liability. Be proactive with some of that stuff because having big cash flow problems when you're really starting to get the year going can affect your entire year, right? If if you wait until April, And now you got to pull out a significant portion of your cash that's going to put you behind in advertising. It's going to put you behind from having enough jobs or enough money to maybe buy materials. Um, All of those things can really affect the start of your year, not having good cash to kind of get going with. Uh, And so making sure that that kind of stuff is paid in ahead of time and you're being proactive with it can be really, really influential in how your next year is even going to shape out. And so one thing we're, you're going to hear a lot that I talk about is really being proactive inside of your business. And this is one of those simple things with how you can be proactive. I love it. I love it a lot. Um, you know, when I was, when I first opened my doors, I think it was actually September. I know it was because we moved down to, to San Luis in August and then started in September. Um, so that first year was less than half a year, right? Yep. So the government actually gave me money and I was, you know, did such little, you know, revenue that it was actually easy. Well, that second year, I, um, 
I didn't pay quarterly taxes. And yep. then, you know, I, I got hit with like a thirty or forty thousand dollar tax, you know, bill and it really rocked my world there for a little bit and I had to play catch up. But then I, I, I learned the hard way um for, you know, paying quarterly taxes. You know? And and the problem with that too is okay, let's say that let's let's run with that example because it's exactly what I see all the time. Okay. Let's say your next year after you had that good year where you owed 30 or 40 in taxes, let's just say for argument's sake, you're going to do the exact same the following year, the same profit, same sales, whatever. So you're going to have the same tax bill again. Well, now if you want to get over that hump, now you owe your $30,000 tax bill. And then, oh, also April 15th, that's when your first quarter estimates do. And they want a fourth of that 30000 again. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge hurdle to get over right away to get back on track. And so that's why just starting to get on track now can really help right the ship for 2023 Mm. because exactly in that type of situation, I see that all the time where guys just, they have no idea. They start out, they don't even know what estimated taxes are. And then their CPA doesn't even ask them, Hey, what do you expect growth to be next year? So we can plan out your estimates a little bit because ultimately they are just estimates. We don't have any idea come the beginning of the year, what we're going to do in profit and sales and all of that. We can kind of guess, but we don't know. And so we have to truly estimate it. And that's why throughout the year, you're being proactive. We can go, hey, we haven't paid enough in. Let's kind of up it up on the second quarter or third quarter or fourth quarter payment to make sure we're kind of truing this up. But if you get behind, it is a sucker to get over top of that hump to start the next year to start making those estimates quarterly. It really is. And and to be honest, I mean, I feel like that, that kind of set the tone for the next three, four years, because then I was, you're, you're exactly right. I was paying, pl- paying, playing catch up and paying for that mistake. And, and then I was, um, you know, it just felt like I was constantly on that hamster wheel then. And once you, yep. once you start that hamster wheel, it's hard to get off the faster and faster you go. Um, so this is a solid, solid tip. And, um, anybody who's new in business, I don't care if it's your first year, you know, listen to what Drake's telling you here and, you know, don't do what I did. You know, the whole the whole purpose of this podcast is really not only to give you good advice, but also to kind of share with you the bad stuff that happens too. For right. Sure. <laughs> you know, with real life scenarios for sure. And one thing, just to clarify, I don't know if I made this clear enough, but really, all a quarterly estimate is is it's not a special filing or anything like that. It is just a voucher that comes with your tax return, or you mm-hmm. can go download it from the IRS's website. And basically, you just put your name on there, your social security number, and your address, some identifying information, and then send a check to the IRS, or you can go pay on their website through an ACH, put your social security number in there so they can match it up to you. All it is, is just you saying, hey, this is the money I am putting today towards my future tax bill. If you don't do some of this either, and you do have a decent tax bill come April, you can have underpayment penalties and they're going to charge you some interest for not paying it in on time. Uh, it's typically not a lot, you know, like three to 4% of the tax bill. So it's not like horrible, but if we can avoid some of those extra fees, let's avoid them and just be proactive with our cash and our planning inside of our business. So it's not some separate tax return or anything that you need to file. It's literally just a little cut out third of a piece of paper um, if you want to go paperless, just jump on the IRS's website and pay on there. That's really easy. If you want to send a check in the mail, that's easy too. So that's all it is. It's just you sending them money to just be prepaying your tax bill. 
So it's nothing more, nothing less. But I think a lot of people sometimes are confused. They think they have to file quarterly, but it just means send the IRS a piece of mail with a check in it that they can identify you. So, Got it. So anybody could really do this. I mean, any any sole proprietor or LLC could do this on their own. Now, yep. what do you what do you do for your clients that that are really you're you're assisting do this? Yeah, so we try to stay as proactive as possible, kind of build our three step model from bookkeeping to advisory, and make the tax return just a product of those two. Um, and really, on the advisory standpoint, this is something we're looking at almost on a monthly basis because we really want to track where we're at from a tax standpoint. So. For example, we might sit down in this time of the year and project out, you know, we have we have an understanding of where we're at already in our financial statements. We can do a pretty good job of looking at historical information and projecting out the next four or five months of the year. That way we can put that information into a tax projection, understand almost to within a thousand dollars of what we're gonna owe if our if our projection's pretty accurate. And then we can go, okay, well, we're, we're low on our estimates. Let's up our third quarter estimate so we're not getting crushed later in the year. But also, like, it's just good to know where you're at. Like, I always tell everybody, like, big, the, the fear of taxes is just not knowing. And if we can dissolve some of that fear of, like, what are we going to have to pay to the IRS this year? We can get rid of some of that. We can actually put action to it. So if we know what cash we need, we can either go, okay, right now we got six or seven months till we have to pay our tax bill. How do we save up money to pay the tax bill by April? Or because we're, we're being proactive and starting now, what can we buy before the end of the year that we might need for next year to do some tax planning to mitigate that tax bill? So once January 1st hits, there's nothing we can do. I mean, it's set in stone. Um, we're probably all cash basis tax filers, meaning there's really nothing we can do to adjust our prior year taxes. So maybe play with some depreciation, but typically not. It's we got to be proactive now. And I don't like doing tax planning in December because there's some strategies that might take more than a month to resolve. We all know how tough it is to buy vehicles right now. If you wanted to go buy a new truck, it might take longer than a, to, to, than a month to take delivery on a new truck if that's what we're trying to do from a tax planning standpoint. So if you do it early and you're proactive with it, you can actually put some of those wheels in motion to actually make some of those d- decisions happen to save us on taxes. Nice. Well, this has so. been so- solid advice in just about 10 minutes. So I appreciate you sharing this with the audience, Drake. And listen, um, Tile friends, if you want in or in need of a bookkeeper, a CPA, a financial advisor, reach out to Drake. Uh, the link is in the show notes for Performance Financial LLC. Um, uh, and, and you'll do what you'll do a free consultation with them yep. and see if yep. we like do a, a good fit. Yep. A 30 minute discovery meeting. We'll answer any of your questions, kind of walk through the process and then just make sure we're a good fit. So we want to work with great people and on both sides, we'll, we'll evaluate both ways. And we're really, really looking forward to kind of working with you guys and helping you grow. So very cool. All right, tile friends. Well, that's it for this Hump Day Financials. Tomorrow, we've got another Thursday book club if you're watching this on Wednesday. And you can find more videos on our YouTube channel. You could listen to this in um, a podcast player. And you can watch this on Spotify as well now. So until next week or tomorrow, Tile Friends, remember, stay profitable out there.